0: welcome to another episode of coach pep talk the podcast for people who run their own coaching businesses each week i talk to an expert who shares wisdom that helps us be better coaches and better coaching business owners This week, I have a very special seasonal guest on the line. Reverend Karen McDuff is going to be talking to us all about spiritual practices that you can do during the 12 days of Christmas. And this is relevant no matter what denomination or non-denomination you are. So I'll see you on the other side. Coach Pep Talk is proudly brought to you by Life Coach Office, the one stop shop software for managing your coaching business totally online. Life Coach Office is perfectly suited for the single coach boutique coaching business where you actually are coaching clients one on one as well as offering online classes and courses. You can jump in and try Life Coach Office and that's really the best way to know if it's going to be a good fit for you and your business. You can do that for free for seven days by going to lifecoachoffice.com and signing up for that free seven-day trial. All you need is an email address to sign up. Check it out at lifecoachoffice.com. Welcome back. As far as I know, Reverend Karen McDuff is the first Reverend I've had the privilege to interview on Coach Pep Talk so far. So I'm deeply honored to introduce you to today's guest, Reverend Karen McDuff, who is currently serving as a United Methodist senior pastor in Florida, United States. She's also a spiritual mentor in her own business, the Mystic Wayseer. Now you might be scratching your head and thinking, okay, how does that work together? So really, when you boil it down, Karen helps people create a spiritual path and a series of practices that work uniquely for them. It's free of judgment and religious dogma. So she really meets people where they are and helps them embrace their own spirituality. So without any further ado, Let's hear what Karen has to say about the spiritual practices that we can all take on board during this wonderful period of the 12 days of Christmas. Hello, Karen, and welcome to the show. Hi, Binet. Thank you. I'm super excited to have you on the show today and to do my very first sort of holiday-themed episode. I've never um, been in the position to do this before, but our paths have just crossed serendipitously and I knew that you were the woman to do the Christmas show for this year because this is my, I'm finishing my first year in my podcast. So I'm really excited to have you on the show to help us sort of look at Christmas in a new and different way and talk about these spiritual practices that people can do in the 12 days of Christmas.
1: Thank you, Binet. I'm actually honored. I didn't realize that I was your first um, seasonal holiday. uh, (laughs) So thank
0: you. Yeah, I'm really excited. So when we were, you know, I've just, every time I hear you speak, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this woman has so much power and so much magic. And then I love too, that you are part of, you know, an institution in, in the, in the church and, but yet you're bringing this new and fresh, fresh messaging into the world. So that's why I was, you know, Really enthusiastic to get you in because even though you, you practice in a church, you're bringing a, a kind of almost a non-denominational message that will resonate with, with anybody who has a spiritual side. Let's kick off with, can you just tell us a little bit about the 12 days of Christmas? Because everybody might not you know, be on the same page there. Can you just sort of tell us a story, paint us a picture about what, is the, what are the 12 days of Christmas?
1: Yeah, um, you know, it's. Uh, I'm glad you asked that question, Benet, Um, because as you know, the world and culture begins celebrating Christmas, um, what, the day after Thanksgiving or even today on, on Thanksgiving. And um, something I love to share with my congregations and those that I mentor um, is that the season that actually comes before Christmas is called Advent, and it's a four week season um, that leads up to Christmas and there's particular scripture readings and and prayers and it helps us to get ourselves ready and prepare uh, in a spiritual way for Christmas and and really kind of gives us some natural boundaries um, hmm, against the uh, the way that the culture celebrates Christmas Um, and I was talking to uh, my congregation the other day and um, some of the, the women said to me, well, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. And I said, wait a minute, it's still Advent. Christmas doesn't start until the 25th. And as a matter of fact, it lasts for 12 days. And they said, what do you mean 12 days? Is it, is it like the, the song? And I said, well, sorta. <laughs> um, but the church season... Of Christmas begins the 25th, which I love because then there's no more focus on having to, you know, buy gifts and, you know, cook meals and send out cards. And it is a perfect time to focus on one's uh, spiritual relationship with God um kind of in between the new the two years uh time to reflect and i love that the 12 days of christmas ends with january 6th, january 6th. do you know what january 6th is beney
0: i have an inkling from our previous conversations but please do share with us
1: <laughs> okay uh january 6th is called epiphany sun epiphany the day of epiphany and this year it happens to be on a saturday but that is the the day that the church celebrates the wise men visiting the Christ child. And what I what I find interesting is that most people, when they set up their manger scenes in their homes, they put the wise men right up there with the shepherds and, and everybody else. But really, believe it or not, the wise men did not arrive until about two years later. And um, it was at the home of Mary and Joseph and Jesus when he was about two years old. And the other thing I love about the wise men is that when they, they came to visit um, the Christ child, uh, who they believed was a king, they um, were foreigners. They were actually stargazers, astrologers, philosophers from foreign countries and they had heard, so the story is told, of this king that was born. And so we we know that they followed a star, thus they're astrologers. And um, the epiphany is that um, their lives were changed. They were somehow changed. And I love the uh, the text, the scripture text says that when they went to go back home, they left. And they traveled a different way, and that's that is what happens with an epiphany. Like we have a light bulb moment, the spirit touches us, and we never seem to go back home the same way. So this is the twelve days of Christmas that I love to bring in some spirituality.
0: Yeah, well, and I love that. So it's like a. Uh, you know, we have seasons through the year and then there's this very s- kind of s- structured seasonal process for um, setting the stage for reflection and and epiphany. I mean, how cool is that to build yes. that every year, every year? <laughs> uh, exactly. I mean, yeah, that's really, I mean, on a personal spiritual level, but also on a business level, because, you know, a lot of our listeners are, are you know, business owners themselves. So it's like this multi, multi-level um, pre- preordained process that we can we have a permission to do each year exactly and and
1: it's today we do it but we're using different language we're saying oh you know i had a shift in consciousness or the evolution of consciousness or you know we're using different words but it's an epiphany
0: yeah
1: you know spirit just kind of opens our mind up and uh, our hearts up to something new. And we are changed in that instant. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that the wise men, we like to call them wise people <laughs> because uh, we like to be inclusive, yeah. uh, the wise ones, uh, they were foreigners. And mm-hmm. so um, this uh, this good news and, and uh, the light that came into the world is really for everybody, for all of us.
0: Okay, so the wise men had an epiphany, and they traveled home a different way once they they saw the light. So we've got this we've got this beautiful process, this beautiful procedure that's mm. built into the seasons. Um, before we get into the the nitty gritty details of you know some spiritual practices that we can do in these in this specific window of the twelve days of Christmas between the twenty fifth of December and the sixth of January. Um, can you i 'd like to just talk a little bit about you know Christmas has kind of become a, a, a strange <laughs> beast in modern society like very <laughs> consumeristic and you know very stressful and you know not at all necessarily for, well for most people you know this this beautiful time of reflection and mm-hmm. connect, connection i mean it 's there but it 's like under buried underneath all this other kind of yucky stuff can you Can you talk about a little bit about your your situation with when you started to 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 look at Christmas with new eyes and how these spiritual practices were born for you, so that you know mm-hmm. other people might be inspired and encouraged to to look at Christmas with new eyes too, if they need this this break mm-hmm. from, from the stress and commercialism of it all.
1: Yeah, I just love the way you put that, Benay. <laughs> um, you know, it's interesting. Uh, the more people that I talk to and share my story with, um, they seem so hungry and thirsty for a different way to celebrate the holiday. And it doesn't mean that, you know, we give up all of our traditions. It, it, it just means to, like you said, you know, begin to, well, see with new eyes. That's what it, an mm. epiphany is. Um, but I remember um, oh, probably 15 or 16 years ago, It was about a couple of weeks before Christmas, and uh, my husband, I was married at the time, uh, my husband uh, just overnight lost his job. And, um, you know, he had a very good income and salary. And so overnight, there was just not enough money. Uh, We had uh, two teenage daughters at the time, and I was secretly relieved that. I didn't have to buy all these gifts this year for all these people. Some of them, you know, we just buy them because we have to. Mm-hmm. And, and so um, we kind of, uh, I wouldn't wish this on anybody, but um, we didn't have the finances to participate. And we were so creative. We lived in the woods in Southern New Jersey and we we made things we foraged we collected pine cones and we scented them and we gave them as gifts and we we um the girls uh, my girls had uh, part-time jobs and they actually um took some of their money that they earned and uh purchased little things they made christmas breakfast i mean it, the children came alive instead of being you know children this is what I want for Christmas and I want this and I want that. They had an epiphany and they suddenly switched. Um, and at the same time, I had my first appointment at a little country parish um, in New Jersey uh, in a little Methodist church. And so I began to focus on the spiritual aspects. and um, like I said, that's with Advent, you know we light, purple candles four purple candles uh, on a on a wreath and then we have the white one in the middle that's the christ candle and that one gets lit on christmas and it's like this this anticipation and this waiting um and so those two pieces i just i've fallen in love with Advent. Mm. um i really have and people that know me whether it's in new jersey or maine now in florida When they hear Advent and they say, oh, yeah, Pastor Karen, (laughs) Pastor Karen McDuff, Um, I just love it.
0: Yeah. And well, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about that and the practices yeah. before we leave that. I, thank you so much, Karen, for sharing that story with us. I'm curious to know, I mean, cause I'm, I'm a mother too. I've got a seven year old daughter. She of course loves Christmas and presents and everything. I'd love to know, you said your, your, your mm. um, kids switched from, I want, I want to a different state. Can you just talk a little bit about what that state was?
1: Well, it was a mindset of giving. Mm. They, there was no way because of the situation, they realized their, their parents, there wasn't the money to purchase Christmas gifts. And, um, I, I had a craft business at the time too, and and a retail store. And I said, well, what can we do? What can we make? Mm. Um, and they were really excited about that. I don't know if my husband didn't lose his job, if they would have had that shift. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's interesting. You know, um, but what I'm hearing too is you, as a mother, really guided that by yeah. setting the stage to make it ha- to let it happen. Yes, but those two things really worked um, beautifully together. Oh, thank you. Just as a as a mom and the other moms listening, I just wanted to get a little bit of clarification. You know, because I'm picking we're picking up tips on how we can, you know, pass the 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 true spiritual meaning and 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 I'm, I guess. Awakening process to our kids, so I just wanted to clarify. Yeah,
1: and my girls, I know a lot of a lot of mothers do this today. If if we have time, um, we always we did things together. You know, mm-hmm. we always made things together, and and even to this day, um, my daughters will bake all kinds of cookies, and and my one daughter has chickens and bees, and she'll give honey and mm-hmm. make things and package it up nicely. And I know it's from that time Mm
0: -hmm. from
1: from what they learned and uh, their gifts from the heart.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, we might have to add that into the four spiritual practices. (laughs) (laughs) Giving those gifts from the heart. Because I remember too, growing up when my mom loves to make fudge, for example, and she would just make piles and piles of fudge. And it was always, everybody was really excited when it was Christmas time because mom's fudge. And that was yeah. really good you'd rope us in. my sisters were a little bit better at making punch than me i 'm not quite a baker, but <laughs> okay, yeah. so, okay let's let's get into it then so yeah, you know for people who are really excited about you know, the twelve days of Christmas and, and doing something to reconnect with their spiritual side mm-hmm. and you know and to step into a more calm and peaceful space during this this window in the year what mm-hmm. what are these these four spiritual practices that you'd like to? invite people to, to try on this year
1: yeah okay well there's there's the four of them that I have um, I talk about candles I talk about silence mm-hmm. um, declutter uh, decluttering as a spiritual practice and also uh, review and reflect mm-hmm. what I like to do um, when december twenty fifth uh, comes and it's over like I said it's my favorite time of the year It's a time where we naturally want to look back and we want to look ahead and a lot of people are planning goals and i I have a different uh, I look at it through a different lens what I do for for twelve days and I would love people to to join me in doing this knowing that they're celebrating twelve days of 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 um, Christmas is to um Bring some candles into your um, your time of uh, prac of in, intentional uh, practice of reflecting. What what I mean is, um, um, all right. Let me let me. I'm gonna just kind of <laughs> get a little go backwards here. Um, what I what I was saying that I love to I love to reflect. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love to. And what I do is I get out, um, my, my calendars from the year, my day timer, my, my journals. I love to journal and I get all those things out that show me what I did and where I went the past year. And when I do that, I'm very intentional. And so I will light a candle. I have a white candle, which to me symbolizes, um, Christ, the light of the world and, um, when I light that candle, it's letting me know that I'm being very intentional in mm-hmm. in this practice. And um, when I go through uh, my journals and I, I read, I'm not looking with eyes of what did I accomplish and then what do I want to accomplish next year. But what I'm looking looking for, um, I'll ask uh, the spirit to just kind of shed some light on and um, I looked at the people that touched my life,
0: Mm.
1: you know, and it's something that I can so easily forget the people that touched my life that, that without them, I wouldn't be where I am today. And it could be in a small way. It could be in a, you know, a bigger way. And then I'm reminded, too, of the people's lives that I touch, because that's mm. very important to me. And I, I think it, I know it is with you, too. Mm. Um, we want to make a difference in people's lives and, and to touch them in a specific way. Um, and it's, um, I was thinking of, uh, you know, the classic movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just for practice.
0: people who don't know the movie, you want to just do a little bit of a. Okay. Know. It well,
1: it's a Wonderful Life is a classic movie that's been for years and years and years, and I am going to um, bring a Christmas Eve message on it. But um, a gentleman is pretty depressed, and he's going to jump off the bridge. Um, and this angel appears, and he kind of flashes his life before him, and and. Um, of what his life would have been like if he did, you know, jump off the bridge and and take his life. And so many people uh, wouldn't be where they were today or um, he would never have had children. And, and so uh, just a, just a Mm -hmm. way to look at who has touched my life and whose um, lives, you know, have I touched. Um, and another thing I like to do is, um, I'm very interested in personal and spiritual growth, uh, transformation. And, um, I like to see where I have grown personally and where I've grown spiritually. If I'm not growing, uh, in those areas, I, I'm not real happy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, so that makes me feel good as well. And then, um, I'll look so you, at, uh, what books have I read?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you have a question?
0: Yeah. Just on the, on the reflecting on the personal and spiritual growth and transformation, do you, you just look back through the year and, and, and reflect on where you've actually grown and developed? Is, is, it yeah. or is there more to it?
1: Yeah. For an example, this interview is a big stretch for me. This is my mm-hmm. first uh, podcast interview,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, there was possible that I that I wasn't going to to do it.
0: So Isn't that this funny? Is, I mean, you're, this <laughs> is a
1: growth for me and I'm just so <laughs> delighted. Oh, uh,
0: we're going to, we're going to make your list. Yay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and even in little things, you know, forgiving someone that that offended me or that I felt offended me, but just asking, you know, God to, to help me forgive them. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, where I have grown personally and spiritually
0: yeah no that's great. Before we get on yeah. to books you've read, I just wrote a couple of other questions. I take lots of notes when i'm um when <laughs> when I'm interviewing people um When you light your candle um and you said you know you'll, you, it's with intention, do you say anything or do you do you do anything when you light the candle to to set that space, or do you just you know strike a match, light it and, and sit down or you know
1: I do. I, I'll say something silently, or I'll say out loud, um, just acknowledging the presence of God that's already here. And I always ask for uh, light to be shed on whatever it is I'm about to do. I, I lit a candle before we, you know, got got on the uh, phone tonight.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, and, the, and, it, and it
1: helps me to just surrender. <laughs> you know, just yeah. to give up control and, and just to trust that, that God is working through me.
0: Yeah. I love that. Okay. And I mean, I know that God can be a contentious word for some people and some of, you know, our listeners are across the board. Um, is, would you like to, um, um, what can they use if they, if they have a problem using the word God?
1: Yeah. You know that you've got a good point. It is a pretty loaded word when I Mm. talk to, uh, talk to people all around the globe and uh, I like to say uh, Creator, Divine Source, um, you know Infinite Being, Universe. There's so many, so many words, uh, wonderful creative words that, um,
0: yes, I really just mean find, the
1: same thing.
0: Yeah, so people can just just find yeah, the phrase absolutely. that works for you. So absolutely, the life at the, the divine. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and bring it in and invite it into your reflection session.
1: Absolutely. Love it. Absolutely. Okay,
0: the other question that I had, because I'm a real, you know, how-to systems kind of person. <laughs> so when you're, when you're doing the reflecting, you know, you're, you're asking, uh, you're, you're, you're looking at whose who's lives you've touched and, and who, have, who has touched your life this year. Are you writing things down in a journal or are you just sitting there and thinking about them?
1: I'm a writer, so I am always writing, and of course, I'm I'm thinking as well. But I'm always writing. I'm making little bullet points and and jotting. Um, There may be something I need to follow up on. Um, But for me, what's most important is to see that that I I have uh, that I've grown, um, and that I am moving forward and, and touching people's lives.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. and maybe just, are you, do you celebrate that or does it give you a, a certain kind of feeling in your body once you've connected with, with that journey? Yeah, I, I
1: feel joy. Yeah. I okay. feel joy, um, which is a little bit different than happiness. Yeah. I just feel that, that deep abiding joy.
0: Yeah. So this, this is kind of an opportunity to just do some treasure hunting and connect with your joy. Wow. As opposed Absolutely. to, you know, an assessment of where I went wrong and da, da, da. It's, a, it's a different kind of um, practice.
1: Absolutely, because okay. we, we sure can um, look at where we went wrong quite often. In fact, mm-hmm. I think too much.
0: I, yeah, um, I agree. I know, totally ourselves agree. Up and,
1: yeah, so it's like, you know, what went right? What was good? Yeah, um, yeah, kind of shift okay. those brain patterns a little bit.
0: <laughs> okay, so just quickly, I know that you mentioned that you also um, in this time you you talk think about books that you've read. Is there anything you'd like to say quickly about that before we move on to one of the other practices?
1: No, just that I'll look and see, you know, what books because I'm always learning. Um, mm-hmm. Usually, um, whether theology, spirituality coaching, um, transformation, books, you know, all kinds of books.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that, I guess that kind of jogs your memory of other things that, that have have actually happened that you might not have realized otherwise. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Anything else on, on this is sort of, this was a combination of candles and review and reflect I'm, I'm interpreting. Absolutely. Okay. Um,
1: and then I think towards the end, um, I, well, I actually, um, begin to uh, develop a lot of gratitude. And um, like I said, if there's any amends that I need to make to Mm. anybody, if I feel that I've wronged anybody or something's left undone or unsaid, I take care of that. Um, And I think at the end of our conversation, I do a mini version each evening as I reflect, um, not only during the 12 days, but throughout the whole year. I do kind of like a, an evening um, examine. Um, so if we have time, we can talk about that too. Okay. It's really powerful. Good
0: evening. Okay, so let, I just, that, that brings me up another, you know, another system question, because of course I'm looking for the process and what you're doing. So do you do this um, the lighting your candle and, and, and reviewing your journals and what you've read and, and asking yourself these questions, do you do it each night of the 12 days of Christmas? Or is it one session or is it a couple of days? Well, actually,
1: it depends. It depends what is on my calendar and what is not on my calendar. Um, What I'm doing this year and I do most years is I make sure that I have some retreat time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this is where the silence comes in. <laughs> um, okay. I am going, um, into, to a cabin in the woods, uh, with the spiritual director for a couple of days after Christmas and it's going to be in silence. So I will take everything with me. Um, I'll go through this process and then I'll maybe take a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in Florida, it's nice and warm. So I, you know, may take a little boat ride or, um, you know, sit and listen to the birds but silence is so, so important.
0: Mm, And it's tricky to do these days. Yeah.
1: It is. Um, It is. And that I'm so, I'm so passionate about periods of silence. Um, And today there's other, there's even more things that we have to silence. We, you know, our cell phones and, computers and, um, all those interruptions. And so I make an intention to, to unplug.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm Do you, you know, some people, um, you know, are probably in, you know, have done 10 day silent retreats yes. and, and, uh, you know, might be really comfortable with this place, but for people where this is really, really new, mm. what advice would you give to them if they're like, Oh my gosh, silence sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, First of all, maybe yeah. maybe you could plant the seed, like what happens when there's silence? And then the next mm-hmm. question would be, how do you start?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, if, if it's something that somebody wants to try, I would start in smaller increments, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes. Something that I had shared with um, some, some friends this year was to uh, set your cell phone several times during the day, 9 a.m., 12, 3 afternoon, 6 PM, um, your alarm to go off. And when it does, if you're in a place where you're able to to be intentional and, and pay attention and be silent, to just simply be silent.
0: Mm-hmm. Just
1: be silent. Just begin to observe. And what is going to happen is that um you're gonna notice that you you're thinking all kinds of things and you can't shut your mind off Mm. and that's very natural. It's very natural. Um, and you simply increase, increase your time. Um, but I, you know, a person has to want to, um, the, the rewards is you're really meeting yourself. You're meeting that spirit deep within. Um, and when you're able to, be silent and have that inner solitude it's a wonderful place to be mm. it is a wonderful place to be
0: yeah i've started doing that um this year it's sort of a meditation of silence a bit of a mixture um yeah and man i just like now it's like can't i do this just do this for the whole hour <laughs> Right. <laughs> i started at five minutes and now it's like 20 minutes is hardly enough it's so nice you don't want to leave really amazing
1: yeah well 20 minutes is the perfect time now that you mentioned it um in the the christian tradition um father keaton has come out with he calls it centering prayer and that's something um, your listeners can google and it is a time of simply being silent you're not meditating Uh, it's not a guided meditation you are simply um having the intention, you're lighting your candle, you're coming before spirit, the divine source, and you are intending for, you know, source divine, you know, to work through you. And as your thoughts come up, as you probably know, if you're doing it, you just watch them float by like little Mm -hmm. clouds. Oh yeah, there goes another thought. Oh yeah, there goes that again. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you, you come back to center um he usually suggests that you choose a word which would be a word that you would repeat to help you come back to center but 20 minutes is like is like that magic time mm-hmm. where um that divine the spirit can just begin to work deeply
0: mhm okay
1: place of peace
0: i i'm loving all this yes this <laughs> it's a really powerful thing well and the benefit that I've noticed from it is I do it right before I start work and usually my my work day kicks off with a podcast episode or with a coaching session so it's really nice to come into that just in in peace and often quite often I'll think about that person before and um, yeah and it's just it's like everything's calmly calmly what exactly where and what it needs to be in this moment so yeah it's as far as doing a sales pitch that's my sales pitch
1: exactly exactly and for someone to say well i don't have time you actually gain time don't you you do because it's you're like more centered you're more yeah. focused
0: it's amazing it's like you can stretch out your day actually by doing this this so i'm looking yes. in the new year to incorporating more of it into my day <laughs> so that i have <laughs> more time for myself it's amazing
1: it's like multiplying the loaves and fishes right it's,
0: yeah it's magic <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So Karen, um, so I just want to, I want to recenter with, with every, you know, with everybody. So we're talking about the spiritual practices that you can do over the 12 days of Christmas, which is the period between the 25th of December and the 6th of January. And the first practice that we discussed was this process of lighting candles and and setting your intention and then reflecting on the year and you've given us all sorts of beautiful questions and areas to explore and then to journal now the timing of that it sounds like it's up to the individual they can make a day of it they can do a mm-hmm. nightly routine it's really whatever goes but just fit it into that 12 days of christmas and maybe it'll carry you into the you might continue doing it into the into the year is that is that kind of the right interpretation have i missed anything there anything you'd like to add
1: no i i i um what i like to do is um when i do work with people and in in mentoring um like you're saying we'll we'll what are we going to do? How do we do it? Everybody's different and unique. And so yeah. somebody might want to have a little bit of time in the morning, you know, busy, uh, parents, you know, it's hard to, to carve out time. Somebody else may want to have a chunk. So it's, it's unique and individual, um, for each person, but it's, it's the intention and it is mm-hmm. a way to, uh, appreciate what has passed, be grateful, and to carry that appreciation, joy, gratitude into the new year. And trust me, something will stick. <laughs> something mm-hmm. will stick. You, um, Even if, if you just simply light a candle and that's something new, that's mm-hmm. going to make a shift because mm-hmm. you can say a prayer, you can say your affirmations, you can um, express what you're grateful for. Um, And the silence, I mean, having periods of silence. How many of us do not have that?
0: Probably most. <laughs> well, actually, I, I did a, a poll in my in my private Facebook group, and quite a lot of the coaches who are in that group actually start their day with a meditation. So I was really impressed. So maybe we're we're talking to a you know an advanced audience here. Um,
1: uh, Preach it to that, the choirs, we yeah, say. But that's yeah, all
0: fine. We can always step it up a notch. So there's always that next level. For me, you know, I've started my morning silence before my work, and now I wanted to increase the time and then also do it and more each day. Because I just yeah. need the benefits. Okay, so silence. So in the 12 days of Christmas, you know, do this reflection period, light candles, find moments of silence, and then w- whatever you find that can work in your life in, uh, in these 12 days for you is perfect. Is that the, the message?
1: Absolutely.
0: Just do it. Okay, excellent. Absolutely. So let, let's move on to the next one then, which is, I think, declutter.
1: Ah. Oh, what do you want to yes. tell us about that? Ah. Oh. Well, decluttering as a spiritual practice. How about that one? Okay. Yeah. I'm it interested. is a spiritual practice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I am so um, passionate about that because um, sometimes, um, you know, um, clients or people want help with something. And, um, they might not want to, um, oh, how can I say, um, all right, let me just backtrack. Um, decluttering is pretty, pretty, um, pretty big today. And something Mm -hmm. that I noticed when I had my first experience with that, I, I was living up in Maine, uh, the North part of the United States, and um, I had sold two houses worth of stuff, my lifelong belongings, two houses full, and um, all that I had left was what was in my Jeep, and I drove, moved to Florida, and the freedom that I felt, and the lightness, and that was an epiphany for me, because Mm -hmm. our stuff weighs us down more than we know it even if it's clutter in a car um your your offices as a coach you you probably know the importance of having an office that is inspiring um but the the people that i've worked with with decluttering um it they feel a lightness they feel a freedom they they move things out of their space and then they begin to grow in other ways personally, spiritually. Mm. Um, there's, there's energy for, for um, you know, new projects. It's fascinating. It yeah. is absolutely fascinating.
0: So let me um, just check in here. Are you saying that if you know, I clean out my files and get rid of all that crap that's sitting behind my chair here, then um, <laughs> it's going to make room for new and even better things next year?
1: Absolutely. Um, (laughs) I love it. How easy is that? (laughs) It is. It is so easy. And it's it's for most people, it's not threatening. It's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna throw some things away. Mm. Um, but it they drain our energy. It drains Mm. our energy. If you have files and piles of paper, I mean, every time you look at that pile, what do you say to yourself?
0: Gotta clean this up. I'm too busy.
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that it's just a little drain. And so we've got our energy being drained um, Mm. in in various ways. And when it's decluttered, and there's a system put in place, your mind is freed up, um, your energy is, is um, more help, you know, you have more healthy energy,
0: more at full capacity to do other things. Yes. So it's like yes. this little noisy distraction, a great procrastination strategy. Uh, I mean, to have like a completely messy desk and everything in disarray. It's a great way to procrastinate from your greatness and being your best self.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I have a story I, I can share.
0: Um, Let's hear it. One of my,
1: one of my clients, um, I do the uh, declutter um, groups once a month on Saturday. And we gather together as a virtual community and I use uh, coaching and we have a Facebook group and we do live calls and we each have, we have projects and and we just go to them in our own homes. And then we, we check in uh, online and whatnot. Um, And one of my clients said to me the other day, she says, you know, I just love my bedroom. I got rid of all those papers. She says, the only thing I have left on the bed are these three little bags of silver spoons and she said they're antique they're from my family and I know one of one uh, set of these spoons are from the 1700s and I just I just can't get rid of them and I said well what's the attachment and she said well somebody saved them all those years for for so long I said but look at look at the tension that it's creating in your mind. Every time you walk in that bedroom and you see those spoons sitting there on your bed, mm-hmm. what am I going to do with them? You know, the, the self-talk that goes in, in you know, on him, in her mind. Mm-hmm. And at that point she said, oh, you're right. I'm getting rid of them <gasps> and they're gone. Mm-hmm. And so little things like that, um, it, it helps us to free up from those attachments Um, Yeah.
0: Well, and if you think about like all of those little tiny things that you're, you're sort of just allowing to be present every day, like even though it's just, you know, a -hmm. set of spoons, but you know, maybe you have a hundred sets of spoons in your, (laughs) in your, they're different Mm -hmm. things, of course, but all each of those Mm -hmm. things is just training that little bit of energy. So each little move like that is massive when you, when you compound it all together.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, in one of my coaching programs, they um, we call them tolerations. You know how many each person oh. we each have hundreds and hundreds of mm. these little tolerations that drain our energy on any given day. And so, it is a spiritual practice to begin to address these things. And decluttering is something that's a lot of fun, especially when it's done with a group.
0: Yeah. So, um, are there other tolerations besides physical things that you 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 that we need to be looking at as you know, as as our spiritual practice, or is it both? Oh, there's starting? all kinds
1: of things. I've okay. got a pot, I've got a uh, some mending in there. Some things that have needed to be mended. I have some things mm-hmm. that need to be ironed. I have plants that need to be repotted. I have. Um, mm-hmm. Some paint that's coming off my house, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a car that needs to be vacuumed. Mm-hmm. It just goes on and on and on, and then it gets into uh, things that we tell ourselves in our minds. You know, things that we think about. Our tolerations, mm-hmm. people in our lives.
0: Yeah, I was thinking that. I one. Hate
1: to say it, can mm-hmm. be tolerations. They can be unhealthy and uh, drain our energy. And so, um, when we come together as a group, actually on a more advanced class or in private coaching, private mentoring, um, I, I like to work with people to help them set up boundaries, Mm -hmm. uh, to be able to, to handle, um, people, uh, with grace, you know, people that they just, uh, find that, um,
0: there's that little yeah. bit of a drain yeah. <laughs> yeah, or that lot of a drain, depending. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's all. Well, Karen, um, cool. I actually I- wasn't aware of this group. Is this something that people can actually get involved in if listeners are kind of lighting up and getting excited? Um, is that something I can link um, to in the show notes or is that a private? Uh, thing well, group? I can
1: talk about that at the end. And if we're at the end, the best way to, uh, to contact me on anything that I talked about that I talked about is on my Facebook page to search. Okay. Uh,
0: yeah, we'll, we'll get that right at the very end because we still have one okay. more, one more um, thing, I think, to cover uh, in our practices. Um, Okay, but that's great. So the, if, if they want to learn more about these decluttering sessions, they can actually get to you on your Facebook page. And we'll give you the links in the show notes. And then Karen will let us know at the end to listeners if you're chomping at the bit to, to get in. Yes.
1: And I have one that uh, I have one that's going to be on Epiphany, which is January sixth. So I'll have information. Oh, wow. for that.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, okay so let 's see we have covered candles we have covered silence we 've colored declutter oh no, and we've done reflection. I think we have we 've done them all is 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 there anything else i I kind of want to add the this um spiritual practice and maybe it 's actually something that you do during advent instead of the twelve days of Christmas, but I loved how you brought in you know when when your husband lost his job and you you guys your family just got really creative about creating and making things out of out of love and, and, and mm-hmm. by connecting together with each other to produce gifts. I, I loved yeah. that, but yeah, maybe it is an yeah. thing instead.
1: Well, not really. And maybe uh, next year would be a good time for people to, to think about, they could just start thinking about it now.
0: Oh yeah. Um, you can start a Pinterest board on cool yeah. uh, Christmas <laughs> making ideas and then just like, just make your presents. Yeah. Okay, and fascinating. Is there anything else you'd like to say, um, just um, on the spiritual, the, the those four spiritual practices, before we start wrapping up?
1: Um, well, just like I said earlier, um, any one practice will begin to uh, to help someone make a shift, and if you're intentional for for those twelve days. Um, you will be blessed absolutely
0: so if you know I, I love that that you can just you can just take one would you suggest that they take one and do it once in the 12 days or they take one and and do it every day I know we kind of touched on this already but I've still got question marks in my head, so I'm just um, gonna go with yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs>
1: well, I like yourself, I'm a trained coach, and I it's always up to the individual. Um, yeah, yeah. you know, I how I do it, it I do something differently. Um, yeah. I, I would just leave it up to the individual,
0: whatever resonates um, with you. Then, take one it
1: thing though, I uh, what I, I do for another church season Lent, you know, the 40 days of Lent is, um, to each day and you could do this for the 12 days of Christmas too, that each day, um, be intentional about removing either a bag or a box of stuff from your house, you know, either throwing it away or recycling it or giving it away, you know, Mm -hmm. every day, you know, uh, a package or something is going to go out the door
0: Mm -hmm. and,
1: um, you could, you know, target a room, uh, clothes closets you know different projects things like that and i think it's the perfect time because we're going to be putting our christmas stuff away soon and it's a good time while we're putting you know putting things away to start to move some other things out
0: yeah i'm totally gonna do it i'm gonna go through my daughter's room i'm gonna go through my closet again i'm pretty regular with that anyway because we've been nomadic the past five years so um down to like you know, my favorite 40 pieces of clothing, which is awesome. Right. You know, Good for you. Yeah, and I take a back <laughs> almost for you. every week to the, to the Salvation Army, you know, and, and um, yeah, so, but it's time, it's time again. I can feel, I can feel it. And that's why I'm excited about the 12 days of Christmas to be doing that. And some of these other practices too. Okay, Karen, we probably should wrap up. If there is just one Thing that you'd like people to take away from, you know, given their time to listen to this episode today, what would you like mm-hmm. that takeaway to be?
1: Well, I really would invite people to um, engage in a nightly reflection that takes about one or two minutes and to ask yourself two questions at the end of every night. Um, what brought me life today mm-hmm. and what drained me? Drained my life, what brought me energy, and what drained me. Um, and that practice over, you know, 12 days and, and then even to carry it through is very powerful um, to help you decide what, what direction to go, what to do, what not to do. Um, and it's, it's rooted in um, uh, one of the Christian mystics from the 1600s, Ignatius. It's called the Examen. Mm. Um, just a nightly review, you know what brought me life and what drained life. You know what was that's yeah. very very powerful.
0: Yeah, to that's really reflection beautiful.
1: into the evening, yeah, yeah. It's called that. the examine Ignatian mm-hmm. examine. If anybody wants to, i it
0: yeah, I'll put the link in the show notes to that too. You know, it just it makes me think. My my um we we went out and visited. Um, Peter Wallman, who's the inventor of passion mapping, I've interviewed him a couple of times on the show. Mm. And and he has a practice where every time you eat a meal together, you just say what you're grateful for, for that day. And um, so I brought that back to my family. And now every time when we have dinner together, we just go around, it's just three of us, and we just say what we're grateful for. And sometimes it's really silly stuff. And sometimes it's really serious stuff. But it's really nice just to share that. Um, But you know, this one would actually work too. And, 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 you know, how cool is it for my seven-year-old daughter to, to be doing this now already? And that was just a nice fun way
1: to
0: reflect and that conscious awareness, it does, it compounds just like decluttering, you know, you do it long enough and then your awareness, um, you know, you just start to change your habits and, and, and of course get different results. So I love that. I think that's a, that's one of my most favorite so far, summary statements that any guest has said.
1: (laughs) well, good. I saved the best for last, right?
0: I love it. I love it. Okay, Karen, thank you so much for being on the show. If our listeners are loving your messages and and, and how you're talking about spirituality and want to just learn more about you and maybe even get involved in some of these decluttering groups that you're running, how can they get in touch with you?
1: Very simple. Just uh, do a Facebook search, Karen Macduff, the 40-day mystic. Mm-hmm. um my and name is spelled up. m-a-c-d-u-f-f absolutely and uh you could see some things that that i'm going to be offering and and also message me through that
0: wonderful and what i yeah. found with you karen is you're very you're very personable very engaging you're not like this sort of aloof guru on a mountaintop like you're happy you really love that interaction so if you're you know, yeah if you're... and i
1: am i'm grounded you know I, i'm yeah. grounded in ancient tradition and um, I just, just love that, the, that, that wisdom coming from ancient, you know, ancient times. So, mm-hmm. and I can't thank you enough for giving me the opportunity to, <laughs> to, um, talk with you tonight. I, I oh. really appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much for being on the show and, and doing this seasonal episode with me. It's been a pleasure and I'm so excited to get it out there into the world and to share it with listeners. So thank you.
1: You're welcome. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
0: I'm going to have an awesome 12 days of Christmas. I've got some great rituals to take on board and see if I can bring my family on board too, which will be really fun. Okay, listeners, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Coach Pep Talk. Please be sure to go and like the show on iTunes. It sends us great karma, and we really appreciate your support. Have a great day, everyone, and happy coaching. Thank you for listening to the show. I'd like to tell you a little bit about um, my business, Universal Coaching Systems, so that you can connect with us at a deeper level and take your coaching business to the next level in the new year. It's our mission at Universal Coaching Systems to contribute to raising the vibrational state of humanity. And we do that by being the guardian that helps coach change makers transition into this new business paradigm that the world is moving into with grace and ease. So if you're interested in that concept and that's really resonating with you, I encourage you to go visit our website, universalcoachingsystems.com, and sign up for one of our freebies. That'll get you on our email list, and then you'll get all sorts of wonderful information and, of course, updates on any new products or courses we're running. We're uh, currently um, full in our signature, Successful Signature Coaching uh, Program course, but we'll be running that again in March, uh, as well as some wonderful coach mastermind groups. And then of course, we've got our life coach office software and our template packs. So there's a whole lot of ways we're helping you rise up and embrace new technologies and the changes that the coaching industry is going through right now. And we encourage you to come and follow us and we will help you get through that transition with ease and grace. I look forward to seeing you over on our site and on our list and communicating with you each week in the new year. If this podcast episode was the first um, interaction that you've had with us, um, welcome. It's lovely to connect. And for those of you who've been following us for a long time, thank you so much. Um, you are the whole reason we're here and please in the new year just let us know how we can serve you even more by sharing your ideas through email on facebook leaving comments on our posts any way you can reach us we'd love to hear from you happy holidays um thank you for a wonderful 2017 and here is to an even more awesome 2018 next year see you then happy coaching